This episode of the Cascadian Beer Podcast has been made possible by the BC Ale Trail. Arrive thirsty, leave inspired at the bcaletrail.ca. Welcome to the Cascadian Beer Podcast. My name's Aaron and I'm a Cascadian. In this podcast series, I profile unique breweries around Cascadia, a region that has a strong presence on the international beer scene. If this is your first time here, welcome. I really hope you enjoy this episode and I hope you hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app. That way you'll never miss an episode. And if you do enjoy this episode, please share it with another beer loving friend. It really helps support this podcast. In the Okanagan Valley, there's a small British Columbia town of Panticton. In recent years, this town has seen a boom in local breweries opening their doors. So much so that Lonely Planet named Panticton Canada's craft beer capital for the year 2020. In this episode, we're going to hear from two different breweries. In a little bit, we'll hear from Bad Tattoo. But up first, I stopped in to visit the team at Cannery Brewing. My name is Ross Thompson. I am the head brewer and one of the partners of Cannery Brewing. All right. Cannery Brewing. I'm in the Okanagan. It is so nice to be back in the Okanagan. You used to spend summers up here, so okay, gotcha. Familiar with the area, yeah. Um, so, how long have you been in operation for? Um, I moved to the Okanagan. I think it was in two thousand and eight. Joined Cannery Brewing. Then they'd already been in operation since two thousand and one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they brewed their first batch on April Fool's Day of two thousand and one, um, <laughs> which, which, which which is awesome. You know, we yeah. we just had our eighteenth birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever it was a week and a bit ago. Yeah. We're taping this in April. So yeah. yeah. So happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. And yeah, they, they purchased the equipment from wild horse brewing, which ran, I'm not sure how many years here on main street in Penticton. The idea with them was they were just going to brew beer and sell it to their ski hill, uh, restaurants that they owned. Not sure what happened, but then Pat and Ron who, who bought the equipment, they just decided to open a brewery. I'm not really sure what the, the reason was um, they had a sous chef um, in the restaurant that they owned in Naramata and he loved to homebrew. So they just decided to open a, open a brewery and yeah, they, they ran a five-star restaurant in, in Naramata for 30 years and yeah, just decided to switch it up, I guess. And sweet. Yeah. So for the name of the brewery, I'm going to take a wild stab in the dark, slightly educated guess here saying that, uh, was this building a previous canning facility or something like that? Yeah. The, the building that the brewery originally started in was an old Almeyer canning oh, facility. Oh, okay. So we've moved um, since then. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's about five blocks across town from our current location. We moved down here to Ellis street almost four years ago. So we've been, we've been sort of hitting our rhythm here in the last couple of years. You know, it's a, it's a big challenge to get Mm-hmm. to get everything moved over and, and in operation again. I mean, it's a big space. And I mean, I had a little peek back there. and But once you start getting those pallets of cans in, that space disappears, doesn't it? So Yeah. We just knew we needed some space. And that's sort of a luxury that we have in the Okanagan is is we have a little more space than, than the lower mainland. So we knew we wanted to go a little bit bigger and have some room to grow. And yeah, it's it's been fantastic. All right. So uh, how did beer find you? I really have no idea. I I came to the Okanagan. I followed my wife here. She wanted to get into wine and I just followed her down here and 
You know, I had a Naramata Nut Brown sitting in the Naramata pub when I first moved here. And I was just like, this is phenomenal. Like I never tasted anything like this before. Um, needed a job. So I just went and harassed, uh, harassed Pat for nearly two months, probably to hire me. And okay. finally she caved and hired me. I knew nothing. I, right. you know, I had started home brewing as soon as I moved to the Okanagan. So I had a little bit of a background there, but mm -hmm. nothing to speak of. So like you had that nut brown, yeah. did you immediately go out and buy a homebrew kit or did you apply for the job here first or try to get a job here first? It all sort of happened at the same time. I was okay. like, I knew I wanted to get into beer at that point. And so I was like, how do I do this? And found an, found a ad in the newspaper. Somebody was selling all their equipment and went and bought it and just kind of jumped head first into it. And sweet. Yeah. You remember your first batch? I think it was a spruce tip winter Wow, that's pretty ambitious for us. So, yeah, <laughs> it, and it, the crazy thing was, is it was the best batch that we brewed right. pretty much in that whole year, Right, was that first one. That which, was kind of like my first batch of homebrew, too. Yeah. I did a Munich lager, and I was like, man, this is great, and then several failures after that. So. Yeah, and I, and I don't know if it's just because we just sort of get comfortable and we don't focus so much on it. I but think that's it. You're a little overconfident because it turns out so good the first time, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then uh, how long did you have homebrewing then until you actually started brewing here then? Like, what was that window? Um, I, I was pretty much thrown right into the mix as soon as I started working here. Um, at that point, there was only one brewer that was working here and then um, another guy in packaging. So I kind of just got thrown into absolutely everything and mm -hmm. learning curve was pretty steep, but managed to, to hold it together. Uh, when did you take over the head brewing position then? Uh, pretty much five years ago, I would say. So right before our move over to here, I sort of was, was running the show, coming up with the new recipes and, mm -hmm. and beers. And yeah, it was, yeah, a lot of fun, mm -hmm. somewhat stressful. <laughs> I bet. You, you know, in, in a company that had been um, running for so many years and so successful and, you know, had really solid core beers mm -hmm. to be thrown into the position of trying to come up with stuff that could hold its own with those was 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 definitely a challenge. Right. Mm -hmm. um, well, it was such a reputation, too. Right. And it's like, yeah. oh, now I'm the captain of the ship. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 So, you know, yeah. And, and I had the backing to it too, right? Like we had the ingredients, we had the good quality hops, we had mm -hmm. all that stuff was already in line. So, you know, it was very nice to be able to have all of that, had the experience of the other brewer that was there and Pat um, and Ron, her husband obviously had all their experience as well. And pallets, you know, running a restaurant for so many years, you know, they they have the, the palate to be like, yeah, this tastes, this, this, this is what we want. Right. So, mm -hmm. That was, that was pretty nice. All right. So if somebody was to ask, what is a cannery beer? How would you best describe it? We, we like to say balance, yeah. you know, f you know, for us, we, we don't really make anything that is out there mm -hmm. and strange and weird. Not yet. Anyways, mm -hmm. you know, we, we try to keep it balanced, you know, being in the interior, we have, we still battle with the, you know, Budweiser and the old Milwaukee drinkers. Right. Mm -hmm. So we, we try to pull them in and we, we kind of figured out that if we kept stuff balanced, not too bitter, not too dark, not too, we, we could draw them in and, and get them hooked on, on craft beer, which. But still being seasonal at the same time though, right? You're right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. So what's the uh, number one seller then in the summertime here? I, I would have to say our Naramata Nut Brown, which is blows me away all the time. The volume of a brown ale mm -hmm. that we go through year round, whether it's summertime, wintertime, it doesn't matter. It is a absolute staple for us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I look at other breweries that are starting and we've got 
delicious pilsners and IPAs. And then our number one seller core beer is a brown ale is kind of, kind of an interesting phenomenon, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Especially being in the interior too, right? So, mm -hmm. Yeah. Very unique. Stands yeah. out. So we have this lovely tasting room space here with the kitchen in the back. Is there a lot of collaboration between the beers you're doing and the kitchen? Like, do you do any pilot batches to test things out here? Uh, the, the guys in the kitchen, they, you know, they're pulling beer off the tap all the time to, to, to cook with and, and add to the, to the restaurant. And we do do pilot batches in the back. Mm -hmm. We used to do them weekly, mm -hmm. but as we've grown and as we've gotten more busy, we just, we don't have the time to do it. Um, in the winter time, we, we do a few and usually we try to run anything new that we're brewing through that pilot system first, obviously, mm -hmm. you know, to just test, test it out and see if we, if it's something we want to do. So uh, you've been in the Okanagan for a few years now. Um, if somebody was to travel to the Okanagan, what are some things to do uh, besides visiting you guys, uh, some nice attractions in the area that you enjoy? I, I always push people towards beer. I mean, we're, we're lucky enough to, you know, now by the end of this, this uh, coming year, we'll have seven breweries in, in Penticton, which is Damn. phenomenal. That's going I, nuts. <laughs> I, I am so excited because, you know, drinking in your own establishment, you know, it's not the same as going and relaxing and having, having a good beer somewhere else too. Right. So, you know, we've had bad tattoo in town, I think for three years now or so, and mm -hmm. just a wonderful place to go and have a pizza and have a beer. And yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a wonderful scene and having the wine in the region as well. You know, you can't argue with that being able to on a Sunday, go out and hit five wineries within an hour, you know, it's, yeah. it's pretty great. Mm -hmm. And then uh, tons of great food in general in the area too. So yeah, the restaurant scene, all the wineries usually have, you know, really good, good food. Um, there's some good restaurants in, in town. Recreation is also huge. You know, you've got the, the two lakes on either side of Penticton. So boating and fishing and hiking and biking and all that kind of stuff. And, and then, yeah, like I said, now to be able to finish the day at, at one of the, the seven breweries in town is, is pretty amazing too. Right. Uh, what is your favorite style of beer to brew and then consume on your own? And, you know, besides the nut brown, besides I, the nut brown. I, I always tend to lean towards the, the lighter beer. So pilsners, lagers, being a brewer, they are the most challenging style to brew. Everything has to be literally perfect from yeast health to mm -hmm. ingredients to bitterness. Like they have to literally be perfect in order, in order to, to be, you know, above average. Right. So mm -hmm. it, it's a challenge. And I guess that's what we all sort of look for is, is to, to do something that challenges, challenges what we do. Yeah. It's funny that the simplest of beers is the most complicated to make too. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in terms of growth, I mean, you guys are in the space, you've been here for a few years now. Are you kind of happy at this level or are there plans to expand and kind of keep going from here? I mean, we are lucky enough that we're seeing, you know, really consistent growth over the last four years. Um, something that's really manageable so that we're not just like scrambling to keep our heads above water and, but we're always looking to, to grow. And, you know, like we were talking before about how we are, you know, the play, the balanced beer role sort of, right. The last little while we've been trying to step outside of that, you know, we've, we're dabbling in the sour realm and mm -hmm. tons of great fruit in the region to try. Yeah. 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 So, you know, if the fruited sour thing is, is sort of, we're going towards that. We did our first barrel aged beer here this year. And yeah, we just have, have it on, on the books to try and do some more extreme, but keep it, <laughs> but keep it, but keep it within what we still do. Right. We still want to create a beer that is, is, is consumable. Right. Mm -hmm. you, you know, we all drink those beers that are just like 
this is amazing, but I can only drink four ounces of it because yeah. it is so extreme. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're, we're definitely going to try to step and, and having the breweries, new breweries in town too. You know, you have some very qualified, very good brewers come into town. We're going to have to step up yeah. our game too and, yeah. and, and join in on, on everything they're doing too. Right. So, mm-hmm. well, I mean, it's only good for the, for the local community really. Right. And so, so that, we, we look at that and it's just, it's going to push us and, we're going to push them and it's just going to be a, it's just going to elevate Penticton in general, as far as beer goes. So it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting couple of years coming through, right. through Penticton. Yeah. So we, uh, I mentioned the cans earlier. Um, so you guys do package, you do ship it out. Uh, how far does that distribution net go? We are pretty much Manitoba, um, to the Yukon. Right. We send a little bit of product North. Um, but most of our product is consumed in BC and Alberta. We send, send a fair amount to Alberta, but they sort of get the end short end of the stick when we get busy and, Mm -hmm. you know, everything starts to get hyper local, you know, everything gets Mm -hmm. your your distribution pulls, pulls in. So yeah, just, uh, very regular on the lower mainland and out to the Island too. Right. Yeah. And, and we're lucky we have great following, great support in the Valley. I would say 80% of what we make gets consumed in in this valley mm-hmm. which we're yeah super blessed to have that mm-hmm. following right so if somebody was wanting to get into uh, brewing beer themselves what would be some advice that you can give them like home brewing or yeah. professionally well yeah both sides both yeah. sides yeah yeah I, I, if i mean the first start is you have to have a palate you have to you know if you love good food if you love that sort of thing mm-hmm. you know it'll be a natural fit to to start brewing and and following you know, beers that you like. And I think that's, you know, that's an important thing is, is if you do get into brewing is to, to brew the things that you like to drink. Mm-hmm. And we try really hard to do that here where we, you know, if you start brewing things that you're just like, eh, I don't regularly drink that. It, it will definitely show. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And, and education, you know, Quantlin college, like there's, there's some really cool things going on in BC as far as education goes. And that's a v- very good step, but when we hire people here at Canary, we look for people that are well-rounded. You know, they have other life experiences, whether it is food or mm-hmm. industry or that sort of thing. I don't think to this date we've ever hired anybody that has education, like formal brewery education, but it's definitely on the list. We, we know we need to look at those well-qualified people as well. All right, cool. Well, what are you brewing next? Uh, we just did our... Uh, seasonal saison that we do called metal lark we're just trying to keep up we just released our apricot wheat we have a sun blink berry sour which has blown up on us like we just can't keep it in tank so it's sort of hard to to be looking towards what's next when you can't even like keep things in inventory that that you already are making right so Mm -hmm. we are just a little bit of a sneak peek doing some some work on our brand and 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 so there'll be some cool stuff coming up here shortly in the next three or four months Sweet. There'll, there'll be a there'll be a good change to some some of our our core things so yeah, can't wait at, to share that with everybody yeah looking forward to that yeah um and uh who inspires you uh to brew beers like uh, what what sort of other breweries uh do you look up to you know the the, the peers you know whether it's somebody that's been in it in the game for just a few years or you know when i first started you know i was lucky enough to people like Paul Hatfield and mm-hmm. um, Gary Lowen and people like that who, you know, they're there when you talk about craft beer in BC and sort of where it sort of took off, they're the ones that are sort of responsible for that, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, they're sort of the, the old guard in the, in the sense of, you know, BC craft beer. So 
and they've grown exponentially like central city has just you know from where they were in that little brew pub when i first went to the first ever cast festival that they had and yeah. to the where they are now it's just amazing so that stuff sort of yeah definitely ins inspirational to see that that mm -hmm. kind of growth in in a province that is you know it's going to continue to grow you know we've got a whole bunch starting in Kelowna and yeah it's going to be really cool to see to see where we go we're headed to the CBAs here in a couple of weeks Canadian Brewing Awards mm -hmm. and it's always just mind-blowing when you go out there and um, even from year to year you know we sort of get focused on what's going on in BC and then you see what's happening in Canada in general is is amazing you know they're working on um, uh, Canada-wide craft brewers mm -hmm. guild yeah. now too right so it's just going to make the industry just that much more solid and have that much more um influence right it's it's going to be great right well thanks ross i mean it's a busy day but thank you so much for your time you bet all right thank you so much to the team at cannery brewery it was a great time when i was out there visiting and uh, yeah guys looking forward to getting back to visiting you soon before we get into our next interview, I just want to take a moment to talk about the BC Ale Trail and thank them again for making this episode possible. Recently named Canada's craft beer capital by Lonely Planet, Penticton has a long history of craft brewing going back more than two decades. The best way to learn more about this gorgeous small town in the heart of the Okanagan Valley is by visiting bcaletrail.ca. And now you can also download the BC Ale Trail app. The BC Ale Trail showcases many parts of the province on their website. And you'll find recommended itineraries for each region, a comprehensive list of every craft brewery in BC, a calendar of beer events, and a blog with lots of great stories. The regional ale trails include local breweries, pubs, and restaurants, along with other activities the area has to offer. The app gives users the ability to collect rewards by visiting the breweries and related businesses or events, which can be redeemed for merchandise and other discounts at participating locations. So whether you're planning a weekend trip or just being a tourist in your own backyard, let the BC Ale Trail guide you to your next beer adventure. Arrive thirsty, leave inspired at thebcaletrail.ca. All right, time now for my second brewery that I visited while in Penticton, and it was none other than Bad Tattoo Brewing. Yeah, my name is Liam Hutchison. I'm the head brewer at Bad Tattoo Brewing Company in Penticton. And so right off the bat, I have to ask you, do you have a bad tattoo? I can't really like show you it. Uh, right, but, um, but I mean, paint us a word picture. <laughs> It's not the best tattoo. I will tell you that. Okay. Yeah. That's all. That's all you get to know, man. <laughs> right. Gotta, yeah. Okay. Leave it at that. Okay. I'll leave it at that. All right. So uh, we're uh, in Penticton and uh, my favorite question to start with is how did beer find you? Funny enough, beer found me through, uh, I grew up in Penticton here and we had this new brewery opening up. I was actually 18 at the time and I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. I just, for some reason, it just pulled me in. And then when I was legal at 19, I finally had my first beer and I decided this is something that I could get along with, you know? And, mm -hmm. uh, and was it craft? Like it was craft. Yeah. yeah. It was bad tattoo West coast IPA. Bang. That's, uh, that's really what sucked me in. Right. So did you go home and like buy a homebrew kit? Like what did you do? Did do a little bit of home brewing, but just the malt kits mm -hmm. so i didn't necessarily do all grain brewing but but, uh, but that's a good starter for anybody that's getting into it right like yeah just getting to know what fermentation is the whole just how you brew basically uh just the basic steps of it and after that it was just learning on the job and and reading books was pretty much how i got to where i am now right yeah right so you're you're the brewer here 
how long was that window then of learning and coming up to where you are now? Yeah. So to start, I labeled bottles uh, one at a time in the fridge. Uh, I did that for about... Was that a roller or did you have to it, like peel it off and put it on <laughs> by hand? Like, it was a little roller, okay. one bottle at a time. So 720 bottles, that's two hours worth of bottling or labeling. So did that for about four months. And after that, began to learn how to brew right. under the head brewer. Right. And uh, who was that? That was Robert Theroux. He's from Montreal. Uh, great guy. Mm-hmm. Love him. Right. So um, Bad Tattoo, do you know where the name comes from? Uh, yeah. And that I also can't speak about. That was, uh, an owner's bad tattoo. Okay. Yeah. It must be really it's bad. bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you seen the bad tattoo? I have. I'm not gonna, Okay. I'm not gonna say anything about it though, but it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> you can just confirm that it's We'll bad. confirm that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so how long has the, this brewery been open then? Uh, we've been open, uh, nearly five years as of July, 2019. And we started, the idea was just to have a brewery. Uh, with a little pizzeria tasting, uh, slice with your beer on day one, we realized that people really like pizza and, uh, oh, I like pizza. Yeah. Pizza and beer P- is pizza a pretty and beer. good combination. It's the best marriage around pizza and beer. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. We hit the nail on the head. So, right. And so then tell me about the pizza. Like there's, is there a custom oven back there? Is it wood fired? Like what's, what's going on back there? Yeah. So we have, uh, eight pizza Italian forno oven that cooking pizzas at 730 degrees. I haven't had a pizza yet. I'm, I'm going to get, no, I'm going to go get a pizza next. Oh so, yeah. 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 Get the mango chicken one. Mango chicken. Yeah. That dude. sounds good because like, uh, I used to live in New Zealand and there was this, uh, there's this nightclub that had a pizzeria that we did shows at every Thursday. They had a, uh, Thai chicken satay pizza. Like, <sighs> yeah, dude. That, that is, <laughs> yeah. Might. I might tell the head cook about that. Okay, We're going to okay. do that next year. Okay. For sure. Or I can come up and collab. I do an IPA jerk collab. chicken. Dude. So, yeah. Yeah. You should come collab. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll do that. I won't collab on a beer. Just pizza. Just pizzas. Yeah. Just pizzas. Fair. Right. So um, when you took over, uh, like were you, I mean, obviously you're making like your core beers. Uh, first off, what are those? Yeah. So we have five main flagship beers. We have our Los Muertos Cerveza Negra. It's a dark Mexican lager, basically, and it's super refreshing, a nice intro beer to craft beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have our West Coast IPA, which is a super nice, hoppy, piney West Coast IPA. And what are those hops in there? Uh, we have a nice six varieties in there. We have uh, Centennial, Nugget, Cascade, mm-hmm. Falconer's Flight, uh, Atinum, and Zythos. So just yeah. a nice all-around mm-hmm. uh, West Coast IPA. We also, our next one up is the Tramp Stamp Pale Ale, which uh, we have a lot of fun with because it's, um, we call it the Tramp Stamp because it's from down under. All the hops uh, are, uh, 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 <laughs> all the hops are Australian. Yeah, right. So that's kind of where we went with that one. Super nice and fruity. That's kind of what we went for. Uh, we and also, I do have to clarify because yeah. I lived in New Zealand for eight years. So you're not sneaking in any Nelson hops no, in there. Man, no. they're, they're totally Australian. All Australian. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. The kicker is the galaxy. Yes. That's a classic, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, we also have our Vagabond Pilsner, all Czech Zaz hops, super to style, mm-hmm. nice and crisp. Can't ask for anything better. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have our full sleeve stout, which is nice, mild palate, not overly heavy. You can drink five or six of them if you really want to. Mm-hmm. 
which I do, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. If it's been a long week, right? if it's like, been a long week. Yeah. 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 So what was the first beer that uh, you got to experiment with and introduce? Uh, last year I was fortunate enough to go to Europe and I toured around Europe and Belgium and decided I wanted to make a Belgian tripel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I got home, that was the first beer that I ever was uh, given the opportunity to make at the brewery. Right. And yeah. Like, is that, is that kind of on the regular lineup as it were now, or? Uh, it'll probably make a return next year. Because it, it's a bit of a commitment to brew, so. It is a commitment, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a lot of work, but uh, I personally really enjoy Belgian-style beer, and I don't think that's huge in uh, BC beer, so. No. Kind of want to keep that around, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we brew Saison this year. We're going to do, um, I might do a Hef, which is more German, but, you know, just kind of keeping that nice uh, European classic styles alive right and so like how's the community's response to the brewery like are they kind of open for that experimentation and you know like like like, like obviously like you've been here a while so yeah you got a following i definitely think in penticton it's been it's been five years since we've been open but i think from then till now people have opened their imaginations and minds with beer Mm -hmm. i think the coast was way ahead of us on that Mm -hmm. and we are we're maybe a year or two behind what they do. So mm-hmm. sours in, in style down in the coast, uh, the next year is when that's our big boom for that style of beer. Right. Um, so it's very interesting just to see how that came about. Yeah. You know, and you're about to have like seven breweries here and yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Se- seven breweries in little Penticton, uh, it's pretty insane to me. I mean, we were the fourth brewery to open up. Right. Um, we had a fifth three years ago and two opening up this year. So we're, we're more than excited. Uh, we get to collab with people. We get to have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And it's like you got a little brewery district going on here because it seems like it's like all kind of within this block. Yeah, right? yeah we're yeah. going for a district. That's uh, literally two doors down from us is the new uh, neighborhood brewing. And we're having a lot of fun already. We just collabed on a beer. And it's just nice to be able to work with someone who is close by, you know, and mm-hmm. and. They're literally not at the end of the literally street. down the road. You know, if yeah. we need hops, we'll go talk to them. They need hops, they'll come talk to us. Whatever we need, mm-hmm. it's all friendly. Right, very cool. So, what do you like to drink? Like, what's your go-to style? Oof, uh, I I would say IPA, but I've been really uh, getting out there and just trying whatever beer comes to me. You know, like that's the I think the best way to learn about beer. So, I'm learning to enjoy everything that I can. Right. Yeah. My go-to is uh, Cali Common. Like, Cali Common, hey. All the time. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's, it's a good style. I just I haven't, you know, Yeah, I haven't and, and, and it's it. hard to get right, too. So mm-hmm. it's like when you find a good one, you want to stick to it, right? Cool. So, yeah, we're doing one later this year. So I got to keep keep working on that. All right. Keep well, drinking up. Yeah, send me some. Yeah, I will. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> so uh, if anybody's getting into uh, brewing themselves, uh, what would be some advice that you can give them? Uh, my best advice would be start reading books. Pick up the books from John Palmer, the hops, yeast, water, and malt book. Yep. Uh, uh, Got to give a shout out to Papazian too, the original homebrew book there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The joy of homebrewing. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think reading is the best way to learn. I didn't do any schooling, but I didn't know I'd be here right now as a head brewer, but I read books, you know, and that's what got me to where I'm at. And then plus you had the practical experience. Yeah. Like, because like you came off the labeling line. Yeah. And- <laughs> I was very fortunate to have the on work experience, but I think if it's a passion you have, start with homebrewing and uh, I see where it takes you and and just keep 
keep learning. Right. Are there any expansion plans for the brewery at all, or are we very comfortable at the size of the moment? Uh, we're we're very comfortable at the size, and uh, I think that's off in the future. But right now, we're super happy with where we're at. And we'll see where the industry goes. If it keeps picking up and more breweries open up, then we're exactly where we want to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't need to... There's so much beer now. So mm-hmm. we have our nice sl- slice of the pie, and we're we're happy with that. Right. So if somebody was to come to uh, Penticton and uh, visit here, what's your favorite non-beer activity to do locally? Uh, personally, my favorite, which trying to get into more this year, I really want to try more is uh, rock climbing. Right. Yeah. We have some pretty killer rock climbing spots. Because we're kind of in a valley, right? Yeah. So we've got, got some steep slopes on either side. Go anywhere, anywhere you want to go, climb a rock. Um, or also like just just hanging out on the beaches. We got two beach on either side of the city. So like it's a perfect summer uh, destination. And it gets hot here. And it gets really, really hot. So just hanging out, you know, it's a good city for that. All right. Cool. Well, sweet, man. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Thank you. Huge thank you to Liam at Bad Tattoo for his time and Ross at Cannery Brewery. That was our first interview in this episode. Thank you both guys. Really appreciate your time. It was a big weekend when I was in town and had lots of fun hanging out with all the Pantecton crew. Can't wait to go back and visit again. I love the Okanagan Valley in the summertime. Also, big thanks again to the BCL Trail for making this episode possible. Be sure to check them out at thebcltrail.ca. If you want to follow this podcast series along on social media, you can by going to Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cascadian Beer or on Instagram at Cascadian Beer Podcast and on Twitter at Cascadian Beer. For more information, previous episodes, some photos of my travels, you can go to the website at Cascadian.beer. And thank you so much for your time. I really do appreciate you listening to this episode and supporting this podcast. And until next time, remember, support your local.